Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Strange Familiars. We're back. <laughs> if you have a story you'd like to share with us, you can email strangefamiliarspodcast at gmail.com. Please be aware, once again, my email is incredibly backed up due to my previously mentioned hospital stay. But you're out of bed. I am out of bed. <laughs> We're in the regular recording area with the creaky chairs and the ambient noise. And, <laughs> and, and all the instruments that are actually tuned to my voice, so there's no way we can't have echo. Not to mention every uh, truck in the Tri-State area with a Jake break, which will undoubtedly be going down the, the street Absolutely. pretty much right now. A lot of people said they didn't mind the traffic noise for our little on-site episode last time. I find it soothing sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so if you are wondering... Looking for an update on me, since we kind of uh, had that personal episode last time. I am out of bed. I'm moving around. I'm definitely better than I was last week, I think. Yeah, definitely. So, Onward and upward. Onward and upward. We'll see how long things take to come back. Neurologist said it could be months. So, And there's parts of you that have lost way before, which I don't know <laughs> if there's hope for them. <laughs> Seemingly unrelated have a long list of thank yous coming later in the episode, but uh, just a general thank you to everyone once again for supporting us and for just being incredible because uh, Strange Familiar's community, paranormal community, whatever this is that surrounds us and has supported us has just been absolutely wonderful and fantastic. So thank you so much. Still might have some guest shows coming up just to take the weight off a little bit and kind of give me some room to to just recover take and slower. Yeah, take things slower. That's the problem. I, I think everything is just taking me a lot longer to do mm. than it normally did. So like the editing this week, I was able to do it, but it took me 
longer than it normally does, maybe even twice as long. It's just it's just taken a while to do everything. So again, if you could please extend that patience that you have been as far as answering email and getting in contact with people. And I have had to cancel some interviews because I'm just not quite there yet as far as uh, standing up for extended periods of time. Thank you once again, everybody. And uh, let's get back to the weird stuff. <laughs> well, other than me, I, I, I guess it qualifies as weird stuff. Other people's weird stuff. <laughs> On tonight's episode, a really, really cool interview with Joshua, not Cutchin, another mm-hmm. Joshua, who got chased by something big and hairy, which he thought might have been a werewolf. There's a really, really interesting detail as far as this sort of metal pinging sound he hears towards the end of the encounter. If I've got out my, like, Strange Familiars bingo card, would there be many stamps on it in this story? I think so. I think, <laughs> I, think, I think so. Uh, th- th- this idea of these metallic sounds is becoming something I'm b- very, very interested in. The phasing Bigfoot episode, she heard that metallic crashing sound when we were at Pandemonium. We heard a metallic kind of crashing sound before all that went off. And uh, while this isn't a crashing sound, it's more of a, a, a ping. It's still a metallic sound. It becomes something very, very interesting. I think I might be doing a show on these, these kind of metallic sounds as far as all this stuff goes coming up in the future. In any case, let's get to this interview with Joshua, hear about this werewolf or whatever it was that chased him through a tunnel. All right, tonight we're talking with Joshua, who emailed in with a really, really cool story that happened to him when he was a teenager. I'm really excited to get this. How are you doing tonight, Joshua? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited to be here and talking to you. It's an awesome story, and I'll just let you go ahead and, and lay the groundwork. I don't know how specific you want to get as far as geographic location. As comfortable as you are, it can be state, county, whatever you're comfortable given, and then walk into the story. Sure. Okay, so um, I'm in North Carolina. I'm just a little south of High Point, which is, I guess, the closest big, you know, in quotations, big city. But I wanted to start kind of with an experience that happened whenever I was a kid. I, whenever I, I emailed you, I called or I texted my brother and was like, do you remember this happening? Cause you know, I'd like to get another experience or sure. you know, yeah. to, to refresh some memories, you know? And uh, he's like, absolutely. Do you also remember this other thing? And like, it kind of like brought back, I was much smaller than I was probably seven or eight then. Mm-hmm. And he reminded me of it. And I was like, well, maybe this is something to do with that. I don't know. Oh, wow. So is this the same Creek? Uh, it's near there. It's, it's not, uh, we had moved, okay. um, to the, to the new house, but it is the same Creek. Abbott's Creek. I, I mean, I guess there you go. That's, that's where all this happened. Abbott's Creek has a lot of history uh, for around here. Mm-hmm. You know, like everybody around here knows there's said to be like buried treasure there. Like, um, Cornwallis's gold is supposed to be out there. That's interesting. Uh, that's very yeah. interesting. Yeah, I know it like it's not the reason we were out there that day, but, you know, if I would be lying if I said I wasn't also looking for, you know, treasure. You yeah, know? if you're out there anyway and, and uh, happen to see some gold, why not? Yeah, yeah, exa- exactly. We would go out there all the time. But whenever I was a kid, maybe six or seven, I lived in an apartment and uh, they had cleared the land beside of us, which was woods before to make other apartments, like to build some more apartments. Same, same people, you know, building those apartments. Mm-hmm. 
And um, whenever they did that, they like cleared off all the trees and they had dug like um, holes to like test the land to make sure it would perk, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, being young boys, whenever there's giant holes, those are trenches. And we, we had dirt clod wars. Like we would go out there and like, you know, pelt each other with with, <laughs> with dirt clods. Like, oh, I, re- you know. I remember, I remember that they they uh, built a house next to us on the on the farm, and it was uh, yeah, dirt clot city. <laughs> so I mean, we went out there and just had wars, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, after like after a while, you know, we would stop and we would we all played Game Boys back then, and we would all go sit up on where they had pushed all the trees up and uh, play our Game Boys. And it didn't take long, maybe maybe a month into it, less than that probably. Uh, you know, time's a little different whenever you're a kid. But um, we started getting things thrown at us while we were sitting on the on the, the trees. Oh, really? Like, yeah, we would be like out playing video, you know, playing video games or game boards or whatever, and then like we would start getting things thrown at us. So like at first we kind of like wrote it all. My brother, who's older than I am, he um, he kind of, you know, played it down like oh, it's probably squirrels or it's you know it's this or it's that but you know me and my friend jeremy who was like close to my age he's you know was one of my best friends we were like i don't know it's kind of weird that it only happens like whenever we're here you know mm-hmm. anyway <laughs> we quickly forgot about it but we would you know keep playing and one day we were walking across the land that had been cleared and we weren't very close to the woods. I mean, close enough, somebody could throw something out of it and hit us. And a dirt clod comes sailing out of the woods and just like landed at our feet. And I didn't see it, but my friend Jeremy, who was with me for the other experience, he did. He said that he saw a little man in green clothes. So immediately we called it the leprechaun. We're like, oh, there's a leprechaun here. I don't know if it was a leprechaun. I don't think that it was, but like, you know, that's what he said. He's like, he's, he's out there and he ran into the woods. Oh, wow. So, you know, what do you do with that as a, as a seven year old? It, it, that was just what it, it was like. That's what we believed it was. There yeah. was a leprechaun that lived in the woods, <laughs> you know, and it, it bothered us until they built those apartments. Like we would go out there and play and every day it would, you know, something would happen. It, it might not be something thrown at us, but like something would be moved. We put like, we'd put our game boys away from us whenever we're throwing dirt clods at each other because mm-hmm. we don't get them, get them broke. And, um, like we'd come back and like, they'd all be stacked up or they would all be like in a triangle formation when we most certainly didn't leave them like that. Right. And we would have seen anybody who would have come across the open land to mess with them. So I don't know. Maybe that's worth telling. Maybe oh not. yeah, yeah. No, that's weird. That's, that's really strange. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't. I never saw anything. I only experienced the throwing, and you know, you'd feel like you'd be in, being watched sometimes. Like something's not right. And of course, you know, there was you know the abandoned house that was haunted. But I think every kid has that in their neighborhood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't you know? But I, you know, it was there. I don't know. I don't know what it was. <laughs> so, so how far away would this have been from the the other experience you're going to talk about? Um, I mean, walking, I could get there in half an hour, you okay. know, so not very far. Mm-hmm. Everything's, I mean, we're, we're a small community here and, you know, everybody pretty much knows everybody else. Or if you don't, you know somebody who knows them. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we're, we're really insular. So it, it's really close, pretty close. I guess the the big story, the story that I sent you. So whenever I was 
you know, 13, 14, that age, my friend Jeremy would come over and we would, um, we'd like have sleepovers or whatever. But during the day, my mom didn't want us like staying inside all day. Right. So like we were put outside and, you know, I love the woods. Like we would just go, you know, there was no, like you said before on your, your show, like there was no, I'm going to get lost. It was just like, Oh, there's the woods. Let's go explore it. Yep. Yep. That was, that was, <laughs> that was my day. You know, I'd wake up in the morning and get head for the woods and come back usually for dinner. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And exactly that. Like we would, I mean, I don't think that we ever like packed lunches. We would usually come home for lunch and then go right back out. But, mm-hmm. you know, we'd spend all day in the woods until it got dark, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bob would step out of the back porch and holler for us. And, you know, that was it. We That's when we came home. Yeah, my dad until had, then. A, had a whistle you could hear for a long, long way. And he'd, <laughs> he'd start whistling come about dinner time, and you'd better uh, head back to the house. Absolutely. You knew you were in trouble once your middle name got involved. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. So like mom would not meanly, but like, you know, all right guys, you know, it's time to go out. So we, we would go out and uh, of course there was a Creek nearby. That's where we played. We, you know, we explored it, played in it just constantly. We had, um, we had actually saved some money from like chores and stuff. And we had gone and bought, uh, galoshes we called them cow boots but like galoshes like tall rubber boots mm-hmm. and we would like we would walk through the creek and um explore basically we we would go anywhere and everywhere we'd go upstream downstream didn't matter where i live or where my mom lived or still lives right there below her house is um the highway like it's a highway 85 it like runs you know all the way through north carolina and it's Four lanes go in one direction, four lanes go in the other direction, and separated by a median. And where that creek runs, there the state had built like a tunnel. Like it's a, it's really big. It's a, probably, I don't know, it's over twelve foot high. I mean, it's 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 large, and it's uh, separated by a concrete divider. And the creek just runs through it, so it doesn't you know wash out the highway. Mm-hmm. They paid a lot of money to build that, so they're going to protect it or whatever. And, um, it was probably a hundred yards, like give or take, I'm rough estimate. Whenever I see it and whenever I saw it as a kid, like that's what I equated it to. It's about the size or about the length of a football field. That's, that's where I got it from. That's a good long tunnel. Oh, it's, it's incredibly long. And in the middle, if you don't have a flashlight, it's pitch black. Yeah. Even in broad daylight, it's pitch black. You know, we had gone through it a lot, you know, we Upstream, downstream, it didn't matter. Whenever we got into the creek, we'd go upstream through the tunnel and kind of mess around there, and then we'd go downstream and mess around there. And my brother brought this up, and I'll say it too. Uh, I don't know if it matters, but, like, we would always clean up the creek. Like, there was a lot of trash being that there was a highway right there, but, like, we would always make a point to, like, you know, if we were, even if it was just one thing, we would take something out with us. Like, we would clean it up. Mm-hmm. So, I, I want to say that it was like a, like a good good deed we were doing, but like we were doing it because that's where we played, you know. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. So like we wanted it to be as clean as possible. I mean, I do that as an adult, but I don't know if I would have thought to do that as a kid. That's that's cool that you guys were doing that. We like uh, I was in Cub Scouts for like a, just a, a brief amount of time, but like that was one thing that they always told us, like you know, one good d- deed a day, you know. Yeah. So yeah, that's always kind of stayed with me. Like even as an adult, like even if you don't do anything else, just one thing for someone else. And mm-hmm. for me, that was 
something for everyone. Yeah, and, I always feel like if I can leave the woods a little cleaner than I find yeah. them, it's a good thing. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like, especially if it's something that's like, you know, a human has put there. Right. Even right. if it's just dropped, you know, even if it's not intentional, mm-hmm. you want to pick it up. Anyway, so we'd kind of clean it up and uh, we built forts out there, like, you know, like uh, we'd take logs and roll them into make dams and break them down and you know we were always very very cautious not to like leave dams we were warned against that many times we didn't do that but we would you know make them for a day and then bust them down before we left yeah yeah anyway so the day we were out there that this happened we had gone downstream quite a long ways and we were on the way back and one of us maybe maybe me maybe jeremy like Let's go through the tunnel. Okay. You know, it, even if somebody would have said no, we'd have been goaded into going through the tunnel. Sure. You know, like, yeah. no, you don't want to go. You scared. Yeah. No, I'm going through the tunnel. Yeah. Don't worry about me. I'm going through the tunnel. <laughs> we got into the tunnel, got through it, got going upstream and just kind of got caught with some wonder lust, you know, just kind of, how far does this go? You know, like, where does this come out at? Like, you know, let's, let's go. And we did, we went, the furthest we had ever been upstream ever and had a lot of fun exploring, looking through new stuff. We come upon like a, uh, I don't know, like a wider part of the Creek. It was definitely made. It didn't look like it had just washed out. I I don't know. I don't know if it was a a person had been back there messing other kids. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But in this part of the Creek, there were three branches drove into the Creek bed and there were deer skulls on the branches and all three skulls like were looking or were positioned so that they were looking downstream at us coming upstream. And whenever we saw that, we were like, Whoa, we're we're boys, right? Let's say we're like, (laughs) on one hand, it's like, that's cool. And on the other hand, that that's pretty scary. Yeah. Yeah. That was, I don't know. Yeah. I'm trying to put myself in the, at 13, and how I would deal with that. I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it now. Yeah, my brother, like my brother's like, I don't know if we should keep going into in the water. Let's get out of the water. Maybe the rest of the deer is in the water. I don't know why he thought that. Like looking back on it, doesn't really make sense. Obviously, they were placed there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so these look like this was no accident. In other words, these Ab- were definitely driven in and placed there. Yeah, there was two that were further back, like two of like on either side were further back. The one in the middle was the most toward us. It was kind of in like a, like a, like a Chevron, like Mm a, like it was, it was very clearly don't come here, you know, like, I I don't know how we didn't see that then looking back at it. I don't know how I could perceive it as anything else, Mm -hmm. but I mean, obviously that was like, this is a marker. This is, you know, don't come here anyway. So my brother's like, I don't want to walk through the Creek over there. Cause you know, there might be deer parts in the water or whatever. So we got out of the, we got out of the Creek and, um, we, we started up toward it, you know, just to, just, just to look. And I think as soon as my, you know, my brother crossed that, that line, you know, my friend Jeremy, he, he tapped me on the shoulder and he said, Josh, I don't feel right. Like something's wrong. Something's watching us. Like I feel, I feel like something's watching me. And as soon as he said it, I felt it. Like, wow. and that might just be 
you know, paranoia, you know, like, right, right. hey, something's watching us. And then, oh, oh, now I feel it too. But it was listening to your show, like somebody said, that, like, you feel like you're in the presence of a super predator. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That That's what, like, whenever they said that, that, yeah, it clicked. That's what it is. Like, wow. it's like, okay, you've gone from being like the top of the food chain to now you're one, you're one down from me, you right. know, kind of thing. Right. Everything was quiet. Like I remember that specifically, like the, obviously the Creek was still running and like trickling, but like there was no birds. There was no squirrels. This is, you know, this is in the middle of spring, uh, maybe even early summer. And there is just nothing like no noise whatsoever out in the woods. And that's just weird. Like, you know, there's something going on, even if it's just wind blowing, there's something going on, we've leaves blowing around. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we kind of stopped and like, you know, that, that bravado that like is between men or even boys then, but like that wasn't there. Like it was, it was, you know, I looked at my brother, he's older than I am. And I, was, I looked at him and he's like, you guys want to go home? And we're like, yeah, absolutely. Let's, <laughs> let's get out of here. You know, let's go. So we start back down the Creek and I didn't see anything as we were leaving or hear anything, but that, that feeling of like being watched, being followed, that never left. Like that was the whole way, the whole way back to the tunnel. It didn't lessen. It didn't, it didn't let up nothing. Mm -hmm. And a, a part that I, forgot to say earlier that is an important part at the beginning and end of this tunnel there was like big pools of water where like water had run off of where the highway like is like mounded up so like it was like running off of the highway and like into the creek and it like kind of like washed out the beginning and end of the tunnel so there's like big standing pools of water at the beginning and end like the boots we had on were high enough to get through it, but you had to go really slow, kind of like wade through it, you know? Mm-hmm. And oh, I'm shaking just thinking about it. Like we got there and usually we would go one by one as like, so we wouldn't mess everybody else up. You know, you kind of like send out wakes or whatever. And, uh, we just didn't like we, you know, all three of us went at the same time. We all waited across, you know, we got into, we got into the tunnel and this is, <laughs> this is where stuff gets weird or weirder. So do you have any lights at all? Uh, we had, um, like my brother had like a, I don't know if you ever seen it, like the L shaped flashlight. Yeah. Uh, at, yeah. He had one of those, okay. but like there was one between three of us. We didn't expect to be out there late. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And by this time, like the sun is going down. It's, it's like twilight time. You know, it's, it's kind of purpley outside, kind of pinkish mm-hmm. sun's going down, but you know, no big deal. We've, we've been out there that, that time, many, many times. We didn't have you know, that much further to go. We started down the tunnel. We made it about halfway. Halfway, there was like a storm drain that had like, that. I guess, drained the median. I guess that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, it was another drain that came into like the big tunnel. So like, I guess to drain the median. But it was about midway. Like, that was our halfway point. And uh, we got about halfway. And we started here in a rock slot. Like, um like the the rocks that they put on the side of the highway to kind of help with uh, drainage of water, I guess. We we started here in a rock slide, and we, we all turned around and looked. And whenever we looked, we saw, like, the rocks sliding down the bank. And then something that was 
on four legs, or it looked like it, it, it looked like it was on four legs. And whenever it, like, it was sliding with the rocks, and it hit the water. And whenever it hit the water, it threw up like a fan of water. Like it's a big splash, huge mm-hmm. splash. And I'm thinking deer or dog. And this is the weird thing. Like for me, whenever I saw it, whenever I, you know, talked to my friends about it, like I saw like a long face, like, like your typical dog or deer, that long face, you know, mm-hmm. but whenever it hit the water, it hit on all fours and then it stood up on two legs Whoa. on the, on its back legs and just kind of let out a grunt. Like I, I described it as a grunt. How I don't, I, it a noise I've never heard anything else make ever. And it just started running at us, you know, and that was enough for us. Like we all ran, like just <laughs> broke ranks and ran, you know? Wow. Terrifying. Absolutely. I'm shaking. Th- just, just talking about it. And whenever I saw it, like I said, I saw the, the elongated face covered in hair, head to toe. And I thought to myself, and I don't know why I thought this, but I thought it's a werewolf. <laughs> like mm-hmm. th- that's what I thought. Like, you know, that's the, the, wh- where my mind went, it's a werewolf. And very quickly after that, I started having the thought, I need silver now. I need, I need silver. That's interesting. You know, I, that, so that just kind of came to you. Yeah, it was, I don't know, like a childhood of reading Dracula novels. And, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I saw werewolf, what I thought to be a werewolf, and I thought, what beats werewolves? Silver. I need right, silver. Right, And, you know, all this is happening in like a split second. We're running down, out, like we're leaving. And like we... we <laughs> We're leaving, like we're running out of the end of the tunnel, and like I said, there's another big pool of water there. And as we're like leaving the tunnel, there's like what I thought it was was something falling off of like a passing car or something, like a, a ping of metal, metal striking. Like a, if you take a hammer and strike an anvil, that very clear ping, mm-hmm. that 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 noise. We didn't stop to, to investigate what that was. Didn't care. You know, we all hit that pool of water, splash, water went everywhere. We fell. We all we all wiped out. <laughs> Stood up, ran. There's like a like a little guardrail there that they put the states put there for like uh, to keep cars from running. Like I li- my mom lived on a dead end road and there was like a guardrail to keep people from like driving off of the end of the dead end road. Gotcha. And yeah. <laughs> I went to hurdle that smashed my leg on it. I've still got a, a dent in my shin from <laughs> hitting that. Didn't care. Hit the ground, rolled, like bounced right back up, and we all ran back home. Wow. Yeah. So, of course, like, all three of us show up at the house just drenched. My mom and my stepdad are like, what happened to you guys? <laughs> <laughs> you know? And, you know, then it's kind of like a – like a, a competition to get out our story, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think this is interesting. All three of us saw something different. That is interesting. Like what I saw was like a four legged animal hitting the water. My friend Jeremy says that he saw a man, like a, a man like creature hitting the water. My brother said he also saw a four legged thing too, but we all saw that he was wearing it. I assume it's a, he, it, it was wearing a, a 
a coat or jacket or like a long sleeve shirt. I don't know if it was flannel. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I uh, wasn't looking. I know. I know. Like, like part of me is like, oh, please let it be flannel. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't. It could have been. I mean, right. If right. that's if that's your head cannon, that's go for it. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I don't. I don't know what it was. It was it was pretty in shadow, and um, but we all saw some like clothes. But my friend, my friend Jeremy said that he had like a human like face, but it was hair all over. And my brother said that he saw fangs, like like a a monkey's face. Wow. And I did not see that at all. I saw wolf face like right. 100% wolf wow I, th- th- like I said I thought I saw a werewolf I, I know that that's crazy like looking back at it it's crazy but like that we we all you know like we stayed up half the night more than half the night probably like talking like did you see this I didn't see that but I did see this and right. none of us none of us were the same not one of us but you all agreed it was some it wasn't a normal person by an absolutely no yeah, yeah. <laughs> no 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 absolutely not um he, my brother said that you know like it was it was different for all of us but like none of it was like while it was like humanoid it was covered in hair mm-hmm. from tip to toe you know the whole every, everybody agreed on that but like what that what shape that then took we couldn't agree right now did it look Roughly the size of a, a, a normal, you know, grown-up human. When it no, was, definitely what? not. It was much more muscular. Oh, really? And yes, I, I, I d- defined muscles. Like th- this guy's been at the gym seven days a week. If it was a, if it was a man, he was on a lot of steroids and at the gym every day of the week. I didn't see any, you know, anything to just, to say that this was a human. Like. You know, that was, of course, what my mom said. She's like, you sure you didn't just see like a homeless person who was like staying by the creek? No, absolutely not. Right, yeah. yeah None of us. Did you all agree on the, like it was wearing clothing, which is bizarre, but did you all agree on that or, or was it? The, just, just the shirt. Just Some the shirt. Of, uh, yeah. I, I don't remember who saw pants, but you know, I, I saw pants. Uh, one of the others didn't. Uh-huh. Like he said, no, nah, he was just, he was just hairy all the way down. But like all of us said that he had a shirt on. Wow. That's so weird. I mean, weird. It's like, you know, it's, it's, not, it's strange familiar. So but it's, <laughs> sure. like such an odd detail. Really, really strange. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
I love this story. Please continue. Yeah, so this is the part that kind of made it, I don't know, surreal, more surreal. I don't know. So the next morning, like, you know, we eventually got some sleep or something like it. And then the next morning, we we raided my stepdad's, like, like his shop. And uh, we took an axe, a pickaxe, and probably a shovel or something. But, like, we were going back to the creek, you know. Like, we're, we're going to go down there and see what it is, you know. We're going to go back down there. And we got back down to the creek and, um, you know, <laughs> it's weird. Like, we got back down to the creek. We got to the tunnel entrance. And laying in the tunnel entrance, like, right in the middle – there was a silver it's a I've looked it up on the internet since then it's a silver round mm-hmm. it has the Native American's head on one on side of it, and on the back it says you know one troy ounce silver point nine 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 just laying there pure like plain as day in the middle of the the tunnel <laughs> and all I could think was that's what i i was I was asking for that i i I was asking for silver like right. like that's like if there was ever like a distressed, I need this, <laughs> that was it. Like wow. I need silver. And I think that that's, I don't know if this is what it was. It could have been something dropping off of a car, but I think that's what fell. I, I really do. Or like showed up or I don't know. Like, Oh, like with the ping sound. Oh yeah. I, I do. I 100% think that that's what it was. It had, um, I have it around here somewhere. Um, <laughs> I know. How do you lose something like this? But it was over 20 years ago and, it's it's around here somewhere. It appears and disappears around here, not like supernaturally or anything. But like, <laughs> I was gonna say, are, you, are we talking to ports here? Okay, no, no, no. <laughs> it, it'll get moved, and then you know later I'll find it. And oh yeah, there's but it has on it. It has uh, two deep gouges on one of the like on the edge of it. Like it had either struck something or I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. but two deep gouges on the side of it. But I mean, I, I picked it up and. You know, my brother kind of like, that's mine. I was like, no, I asked for this. This is mine. I'm keeping this. <laughs> I don't know. Is that something that, like, so the theory that my brother has is you asked for it, and because we had been so good to the place, it was given to us? I don't know if it's that as much as it was coincidence. I don't I don't know if the thing threw it at me. I don't know. Like, Right. But – there it was. And there's no way we would have missed that. We would have probably missed it on the way back out, but there's no way we would have missed it going up the creek. Yeah. I mean, no matter the fact that it was there at all. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's such an interesting part of the story. It's so interesting. I'm so glad you kept it, too. Yeah. It, it, I'll look for it again. I've, I've, I've been looking for it since I emailed you, but I, I can't find it. it. It'll show up. Like, mm-hmm. I'll be moving something, and it'll, be, it'll fall out, like, between a book or something, but... Yeah, I've moved you know, several times, four or five times since then, and I've I've managed to always. I, I was in the Navy, like I, I've been around the world, and it'll just wherever wherever I end up, it'll end up there too. That's awesome. I don't know if that's supernatural or if it's just it gets bundled up with something, and you know it just gets brought along with the the haul. But right, it's no, always it's either way. It's, that's very very interesting. It'll so all show you, up, show up. You guys went down the next day to explore. Well, that's as far as we went. Okay, okay. We we didn't go we didn't go back up the creek. We uh we went down there, found the coin, and uh, for me that was enough that um you know like okay I asked for this, I got it, I'm done. Mm-hmm. And we we never went back up. Like 
we we went back through the tunnel upstream. It took us a long time to do that, but like we went back through the tunnel upstream a couple of times. But we we never went as far as those skulls ever again. I was going to ask, not, yeah, not ever again. <laughs> for us, that was enough. That that's not for us. Whatever's past that, that's not for us. Wow. Now, down here, like again, moonshiner. Like I live right near the highway, and like moonshiners. They'd be all up in these, all up in these woods, like, and that's something they would do. They would pass around, pass around legends, you know. Oh, there's something in the woods out there, you know, to keep people away. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, oh, you know, there's a there's a haint or something out there. Uh, I don't, <laughs> I, but I don't think that's what this was. I don't think it was a person. I don't think it was some a moonshine or anything. I just. I don't know. I don't know what it was. It was scary, though. It was terrifying. So and, after it hit the water and it started running at you, was it on running? I don't know. Even know if you remember or if you looked long enough. But do you remember if it dropped back to all fours or if it was running upright? Upright. It was one hundred. Like a uh, whenever it it turned around and it just it yeah it was what I saw was it coming at me on two feet. Yeah. Wow. Like, but it was. It it was like whenever it hit the water, it changed. Like it went from being a four legged wolf to like this two legged thing, you know, and stood up and run at us. I don't know if it would have gone back to four legs after that, or you know, if it was just starting on two legs and was going back to four. I didn't I didn't look long enough to find out. Wow. Yeah it 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 frightened us. It left a it left a memory. That's for I, sure. I I'm sure it did. My <laughs> goodness, yeah, it's so cool. Such a cool story. I mean. Frightening, I know. Uh, you know, I didn't live through it, but uh, man, oh, it was really interesting. I really think that the reason, like, it didn't like scar me, like, to like the point where I don't want to go out in the woods, it's because it happened to me whenever I was so young. Like, we just okay, yeah, that's something that can happen out there, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. I I never questioned that that was a thing that couldn't ha- like werewolves don't exist. I was, you know. I believe that wrestling was real back then. So, you know, <laughs> right, like, right. You know I was, yeah, werewolves are out there. <laughs> I've yeah. seen one. Yeah, life is full of wonder at that age. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It scared us to death. Could you find that place with the skulls today if, if you wanted to? Yeah. I, I mean, I could find where it would be. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I'm sure they're It's just not a matter there. of yeah. going to my mother's house, going to the end of the road, and just getting on the creek and staying straight. Mm-hmm. Like, it was the main creek. It wasn't like like an offshoot or anything. It was just, yeah, it would just be a matter of walking that far. Uh, it'd be interesting. Since I've emailed you, I, I looked it up on Google earth, like to like see where the, you know, about where it was. And I don't know if they've put in, um, like a housing complex over there now, but you know, the woods isn't as, and it might've just been me being young, you know, the woods isn't as big as I remember it back there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that may be a combination of both. There's definitely been some places where I went where I was young, and you know, I thought it was this vast wilderness. And I, I, later on, I look, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's just a little woods, you know? Yeah, it's just like not even an acre, and you're like, no, that's like the hundred acre woods. You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So of course we, you know, went and told all of our friends that like mm-hmm. this this happened to us, you know. So we had more friends like take us out there. We want to see this. And we, while we wouldn't go up the creek, we would go to the tunnel and like, you know, show our friends like, you know, it's, you know, it's up there. Nobody had the courage to go as far as we went though. Right. Yeah. Wow. And whenever we did, I mean, orbs, like balls of light, a hundred percent. 
absolutely. Bobbing through the woods, 100%. Oh, you saw them from your mom's house, you mean? Oh, yeah, absolutely. 100%. Like, they're they're out there. Like, I don't know if, again, this is close to a, a main road, so, like, could it be cars? I guess maybe. I don't know. I guess a skeptic could say that's what it is. But it's not moving like a car. It's not, like, going, like, in a straight line. It's kind of bobbing, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, if it's a car that has some serious suspension issues, I guess maybe. I don't know. Like, they're they're out there. They're 100% out there. You saw those multiple times. Yeah, yeah. Like, we – it got – like, there was, there was a nursing home near <laughs> near where she lived and, like – as most teenagers do like to kind of like spook ourselves, you know, we would go out through the woods behind the nursing home and you, you just, yeah, you just run into them like just out there. Now what's size is that? I mean, I know it's hard to tell. It's, you know, people ask me all the time and I'm like, I, I, I guess, a, you know, I, I guess softball, I don't know, maybe bigger. Yeah. You, if, if I put both of my hands together and like in fist mm-hmm. about that size. Yeah. So like, I, I don't know, I guess was that a, about softball and a half. Maybe. Yeah, something like that. And did they have any color to them? Yeah, the ones the ones we saw were um, white. They were just they were like a dull white, mm-hmm. and they would just bob through the woods. And again, this is where you know, being a child that read Dracula, that comes in. Don't follow Will of the Wisp. Right. I, I, just, I just didn't mess with them. We we saw them several times, and we we never we, like all of us knew man, we're not we're not going to follow that. Yeah, that's so interesting, though, that they would appear there. Did you ever have anything else weird happen around the house? Like any, you know, I don't want to suggest anything. I don't want to lead you anything, but do you remember anything weird around that time? Yeah, 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 I do. Like, so I don't know if this is like an intention thing. Like, we put it out there so it it happened. But, like, we had, you know, after this had happened to all of us, we had gone and told a bunch of our friends, and, like, my brother and I had convinced my mom to, like, my birthday's in May. So like for my birthday, like let me have all of my friends over and we're going to do like a camp out kind of thing, you know, mm-hmm. like in like just in the backyard though. Like, you know, we're going to have a bunch of guys like, but more people than my mom would normally let come over, you know, sure. for my birthday. And then there's a small Creek, not part of Abbott's Creek, just like a, like a runoff Creek, maybe a fed by a spring or something up the street from us. And like, we went out there just messing around being boys and, you know, one of my friends, Jason, was like, you know, if there's something here, you know, show yourself, you know, kind of taunting the woods, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, you know, something come crashing through the woods, like just, I, we never, I didn't see anything. It could have been a deer. It could have been a deer that he spooked by yelling at it. I don't know, but it was definitely running at us. <laughs> and deer don't do that. <laughs> yeah, they don't tend to run towards you now. No, it, it was running at us and, you know, of course all of us like broke and run like there was, it's where it is, is like kind of down in a gully and like all of us were trying to climb up the gully and, like, you know, like grab and hold of rocks and stuff. It, it, I'm sure we caused a lot of property damage to that guy's yard. <laughs> this is the kind of things that as a kid you don't think about, you know, like, oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. can just be here. Like, right. That's somebody's yard, man. <laughs> like, yeah, I was completely, I'm sure I was a horrible trespasser. I just thought the woods are the woods. And I just went wherever, you know. Yeah. But yeah, he, he yeah, he was he was yelling at, you know, yelling at the woods like, you know, if you're if there's something there, you know, show yourself in the the whole because that, I think Taps was on or that Ghost Hunter show was on, you know. Mm-hmm. So that, that that's what he was doing like show yourself. Oh, okay, know, gotcha. Yeah. Billing, being, you know, like he's going to command it to do something. <laughs> we're, we're, we're like, don't do that, bro. <laughs> you know. <laughs> 
it, yeah, it just whatever it was come running out of the woods, and um, yeah, all of us all of us ran up up the gully, like pulling down rocks and pulling out weeds and stuff, grabbing anything that was a handhold, basically, mm-hmm. getting up the side of the up the side of the thing. Or we run back to the like up the hill and you know back to the road and like stopped and looked, and then you know didn't hear anything. Didn't hear anything going back into the woods. Didn't hear anything anywhere. Just just completely quiet like nothing had even happened right yeah oh man i, uh, I know that could be a, a deer like I, I get it but yeah oh, it yeah. didn't it, it didn't feel like a deer <laughs> yeah yeah so have you, have you ever had an urge to, as an adult to like visit your mom and then pop back in those woods and see what, what happens we uh, uh a friend of mine and i like we got in our heads uh, last year maybe the year before that we were going to do um walking sticks we were going to go out and cut some walking sticks and season the wood and you know mm-hmm. we were going to make some walking sticks basically we we do a little hiking so you know we're going to make our own walking sticks we walked around back there just seeing it and uh that's whenever we we wandered upon like a an old there's an old moonshine place like in the woods behind her house like way on back in the woods but like yeah it's it's right there like there's definitely signs of people being out there an old steel that had uh they just left it just like rotted through oh that's interesting though do you have any guess as to how old the still was so it's uh where where it is there's they've cut a they like so it's you know the woods is you know the land's not even at all but they've cut a like a driveway into the woods that goes out to the the highway like Mm -hmm. now right now like the state's put up a um a fence to keep like wildlife and stuff out. Mm -hmm. But back in the day that fence wouldn't have been there and they could have gone from the still, they could have pulled in, filled up and then got straight on the highway and going North or South. They could have been, they could have been in Charlotte in 30 minutes or Virginia in an hour and a half, you know? So like if they were running moonshine, yeah, that's, that's where it would have been. So I would, I would guess probably, but, but like they had cut that, that driveway and it, it's grown over and stuff. So I would guess back in the, there's like, um, bottles, like there's little, um, it's weird. I don't, I don't, I've never seen this, but my friend said they're like Avon bottles, like from perfume and stuff. Okay. Like, um, they're small. They're not like, it's not like you would think like a flask size. They're like, uh, maybe they would carry a shot and a half or something, mm-hmm. but like, that's obviously what they were putting the moonshine in because there's, I mean, there's crates of them out there. Oh, wow. Yeah, he he picked up a couple, and I think those are from the 30s. He looked them up. He thought maybe they'd be worth something, but they are not. <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, these days I worry about running into a meth shack out in the woods. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that is the worry, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, that's interesting, though. Oh, man, it sounds amazing and like an enchanted childhood. I know it was scary, but, I mean, what a story to leave with. Yeah. We've gone through the woods before, like like you said. You know, just I know I know I should be able to find my way out of the woods, and we we just be, but we we've come out of the woods across the street from like there's no way to get across the street without leaving the woods. Mm. Like we've come out on the other side. Just how, <laughs> you know? I I really do believe there's something back there. I, what that is, I don't know. Like yeah. I'm not saying it's like any one particular thing, but. Yeah, there's there's something going on back there. Yeah, it's really really interesting. You definitely saw something, and man, who knows? Were you past the halfway point when it started running at you, or were, 
were you still yeah we had just we had just passed that the uh the uh, halfway the halfway point was like the um that storm drain and we had just passed the halfway point like yeah, just passed it i bet that's the fastest 50 yard dash you've ever done <laughs> <laughs> you better believe it in in boots right like in, yeah. in galoshes yeah we the the water that runs through there is very very low like less than an inch so mm-hmm. like <laughs> yeah but we were going we were as fast as our feet could carry us wow wow yeah, yeah who knows if it was even trying to get to you or if it was trying to just push you out Scare- of there who knows yeah I don't know, but it felt like it was trying to get to me. I, you know, it, you're right. It could have just been trying to scare us. And I don't know. I don't know why it would have stopped. You know, like mm-hmm. why did it stop if it was trying to, if it was trying to hurt us? I mean, it, it could have obviously caught us. Yeah. Especially it, it, it could have at least got one of us before the time we got back to my mom's house. That's what I'm thinking. Like, it, like, man, so something that big, if it's hauling and you're, 13 yeah i don't you know it would have it would have 100 percent caught one of us yeah I'm thinking I it, could, could it, it wasn't going to be me unless it didn't want to didn't want to leave the tunnel or or if i don't who knows wow i mean this might just be me overthinking it but i i think that silver coin stopped it i, I honestly do maybe I, I i do i think that it was i think that it got to the silver and was like maybe it was my belief that silver would stop it mm-hmm. and it's just and it stopped it you know it yeah. got to that point, and it was like, "All right, well, this is as far as I can go." Huh? Yeah, unless there's something even weirder going on. I don't know if you heard the um, the phasing Bigfoot episode we had recently. I did. Yeah, she heard the the crashing <laughs> m- metallic sound, and then it appeared. Maybe maybe that crack oh. that hammer sound oh. was it disappearing? You know, I didn't. You know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't even th- I didn't even put that together until you just said it. I, I I mean, because we heard the same thing at Pandemonium. Well, not the same thing. Like, I don't know. You know, I don't know what she heard, but we heard a, a crashing metal sound. It looked like sound like somebody took a two by four and was beaten on on a guardrail. That's what right. it sounded like. And enough where where Chad insisted that we we go check it out and make sure nobody had an accident or anything. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. And then then everything you know happened after that, and I didn't even think of that when she talked about that crashing sound and. And then, uh, but now I'm kind of aware of it, these yeah. metal sounds. So, you know, I mean, that's, who knows? We can never say, but that's, it's just interesting. There's another metal sound in association with this stuff. So the sound I heard was like a bright, it was like a, it was very bright. If I was going to use a word to describe it, it's a very bright ping. Yeah. More like, of a ping. Yeah. Yeah. It, but I mean, metal's metal, right? So maybe it's a different tone for different ones yeah i don't, I, I don't know. know who knows but i do like I, well i like the idea of the the silver just somehow when you needed it it's like going down and, and then stopping him for whatever reason yeah well i don't know like i've had a long time to think about it and i mean i've had like weird experiences other than you know in the woods behind my mom's house but like as soon as i learned about like the fae and fairies that's what it was to me. It was a hairy fairy. Mm. That's what it was. Like mm-hmm. I've heard, you know, Josh speak about it, and I was like, "Yep, that's it." You know, that makes sense in my head. Certainly fits the bill. So, yeah. Uh, so there very you go. Cool. Joshua, thank you so much for sharing your stories with us. Amazing. I absolutely love it. Thank you. Uh, I'm glad you uh, would hear it.
if you had a puppy, Allison, yeah, and you needed help because it was like mouthing and biting, mm-hmm. where would you go? I would go to 90 Days to the Perfect Puppy. That would be a good choice. Mm-hmm. What if your puppy was exhibiting signs of fear and nervousness or barking or chewing on furniture, things it shouldn't be chewing on? What if you needed help with crate training, hyperactivity issues, leash training, or just about anything else? Where would you go? 90 Days to the Perfect Puppy. Excellent choice. 90 Days to the Perfect Puppy can help you with their relationship-based approach to training. You and your puppy can become perfect for each other. They have online sources, video lessons, a secret Facebook group. Of course, one-on-one options are available. Where do you find 90 Days to the Perfect Puppy? At sithappens.us. Yes, you look for the 90 Days to the Perfect Puppy link at the top of the page. Let 90 Days to the Perfect Puppy help you understand how your dog thinks which is not the way you think. I would hope not. (laughs) And apply proactive training methods so you and your puppy can become perfect for each other. Again, you can find them at sithappens.us. Look for the 90 Days to the Perfect Puppy link at the top of the page. Right, so before we get to our photo of the week, let's tackle this wonderfully long list of thank yous. This is not exhaustive. The hard part about giving individual thank yous is inevitably you miss someone major who was really helpful, and then you go, how could I have missed (laughs) so-and-so? Expect this list of thank yous to grow, and we will be adding more in the future. As I often say, I don't know if people want their name on a paranormal podcast. We're going to give first name, last initial and maybe the state that they were from when we have it. We don't always have the address for people. So Andrew M. from Ohio, thank you very much. Kevin H. from Missouri. Rob B., thank you. Michael S. from Ohio, thank you very much. Rachel I. from Canada, thank you. J.Y. from Delaware. Kendra L., thank you so much, Kendra. Corey A. from Pennsylvania. Jennifer S. from Oregon. Nicole G. from Texas. That's uh, TJ Nicole. Okay. Uh, Matthew B. from the UK. Laura B. from the UK. That's Roy and Monotromata Records. Okay. I know Roy. Thank you, Roy, from Texas. Carrie B. from Massachusetts. Pamela W. from Oregon. Kevin N. from Wisconsin. Jason W. from Ohio. Sean P. from Pennsylvania. Crystal S. Scott B. from California. Nicola P. from the UK. And Carl A. from Massachusetts. Well, that's Nick Gray. Oh, yeah. Our friend Nick, Nick Gray, amazing musician. From thank France. you, Nick. Uh, and that's Tobe from Strangebrow. So thank you so much, Tobe. Bethany S. from North Carolina. Catherine T. from California. Valentina S. Gerard C., Jonathan N., Emily T., Stephen J. I believe that's our local pal, Steve, who gave us the fence. Oh, yeah, and, and the heads up about uh, early vaccination. Yes. yes. <laughs> Scott L. from the UK, Susan M. from Pennsylvania, Marvin S. from North Carolina, Joseph D. from South Carolina, Patrick B. from Canada, James W. from Nebraska, 
Shelby H. from Ohio. Danny R. from North Carolina. Our good friend Tara Van Flower from Lycia. Bo S. from Oklahoma. Stephanie S. from Tennessee. Aaron A. from New York. The Hair and the Moon Band, Gray Malkin. Amy L. and Anik M. from Germany. And the Excluded Middle. Thank you so much. Susan F. from Maryland. Allison C. from South Carolina. Kevin S. from Pennsylvania. Chris C. Eric C. from Florida. Fred Y. from New Jersey. Laura M. Stephen B. Andrew C. from Ireland. Trisha G. Warren H. Timothy B. from California. Tyler T. from Pennsylvania. Hondo B. Craig T. from Man, my remembrance of what <laughs> specific states are... That's... It's Idaho. It's Idaho? I think so. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Elise C. Shirley B. from Arizona. Robin R. from Michigan. Ann H. Mr. Scruff's Pet Care. Thank you very much. <laughs> Francis P. Adam Sane from Conspiranormal. Thank you so much, Adam. Christopher O. from New York. Jeffrey C. from New Hampshire. Brian M. from Iowa. Mm -hmm. This is really more like a a test on postal codes. (laughs) Sabine S. from Austria. Anne H. from Massachusetts. Carol M. Stephen H. from the United Kingdom. Uh, Joshua D. from Kentucky. Jennifer H. from North Carolina. Mr. Joshua Cutchin, thank you very much. Studio E.M. from Baltimore, Maryland. Michael H. from Maryland. Judith B. from Maryland. Our friend Amanda from Rhode Island. Thank you so much, Amanda, the floating world. Daniel L. from Germany. Manuel L. from Austria. Joshua M. Well, I'm glad you got that one and not me. (laughs) Oh, I think it's um, Austrian for George, right? I think so. Okay. So I'm just going to say that. Okay. (laughs) Um, Our friend Nadal uh, Ayad. Rudolf S. from Austria, Patrick N., Kathleen S. from Georgia, David W. from New York, Richard Hendrick. That's Brother Richard. Thank you so oh, much, Brother Richard. thank you, Brother Richard, for your unending support. And TJ makes it again, so thank you again, TJ Nicole. Alex W. from Canada, that is uh, our buddy from the It Was a Witch, It Was a Sasquatch episode. So thank you, Alex. Anthony G. from Illinois. Tina from Sit Happens. Thank you so much, Tina. Craig P. Maynard W. from Arizona. This is not her real name, but this is the name she uses online. So, Nagatha, she has been holding raffles for us. Uh, So thank you so much. Thank you for for doing that. Luis F. from California. Melanie M. from Texas. Kristen J. David O. from Maryland, Aaron D. from Colorado, Christopher from the Conspire Theory Podcast, Damian J. and McKenna L. from Washington. Once again, that is not an exhaustive list. There's more people we need to thank. Plus everyone that helped us out as far as like local friends who took over, like my antique stand for the time and American Daydream, where I have it, who were really kind and made sure everything was in place. My Mm -hmm. friend Christy and... Our friend Sarah brought us some food. 
Thank you. Lots of people checked in on us and probably can't talk about it too much more, but yes. people have been exceptionally kind and supportive. Yes, and thank you for your help. Thanks, everybody. Now I just want to get back to the weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's do the photo of the week. Okay. We didn't do one last week because I was in bed and we just didn't yeah. do one. So. You know, I always like to go with a theme, and the only thing that really relates now is that this is made out of iron, so... Well, fairies probably would not want to touch this. There you go. The other thing is like, what does everyone need right now? Chocolate, right? <laughs> Doesn't that sound fantastic? <laughs> so this is uh, a chocolate to care or chocolate tintype. Chocolate tintype, which referred to as such because it's it the has, sort of brown tint to it. Yes, I. There was sort of like everyone kind of wanted their own piece of the photographic pie. So there's like constant quote unquote innovations, which are sometimes just sort of novelty things or mm-hmm. phases. And in the 1870s, these um, chocolate tintypes were popular and they're, they're supposed to give sort of like, I guess, a warmer, more lifelike glow to what is pretty much just stark black and white contrast. <laughs> And when we take a photo of this, it will probably appear much redder than it than it is in reality. It really does look like a warm kind of like Hershey's Kiss kind of color. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when you take a picture of it, a lot of times it'll catch the light and it'll look almost just red. Very interesting. And you mentioned iron because tin types are not on tin. They are on a very thin piece of iron. They're ferrotypes, I guess, more mm-hmm. more properly. If you go to the show notes under this episode, you can see an image of this photo. If you click on that, it'll take you to our Etsy shop where you can buy this or other photos of the week. Speaking of Etsy, thanks everybody for ordering from the Etsy shop. Yeah, I want to thank everybody too. I know a lot of people placed orders that just to be helpful and supportive, and I want to acknowledge those people as well. So thank you very much. Absolutely. It's a huge help. It's an absolute huge help. And we're almost caught up. The only th- things that are delayed now is we are out of a couple of my books, which are on the way from the manufacturer. So if you're waiting, it shouldn't be too much longer. Right. We will fill those orders as soon as possible. Sorry for the delays, everybody. And you never even got to mention on the show that you had done the keychains and they were gone before you got to mention Oh, the show. yeah, because I went to the hospital. Yeah, yeah, so you never even got to mention that you did some really cool keychains, which... Yeah, I mean, sold out pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, we talked about them a little bit. We mentioned them that they would be coming up, and then they sold out before we even got to the next episode. Even the episode we skipped, they were sold out before that, mm. so I couldn't have even mentioned them. So if you didn't get a green Bigfoot keychain, I had to hold some back just in case there were problems with any orders. We might be able to put, like, maybe 10 more up after. Well, I want to make sure everybody gets theirs mm-hmm. first. So keep an eye out for those. That's it. And we're not doing the green ones anymore. We will do, I think maybe we'll make them in brown or something and make it like not a limited edition. We'll just keep stocking those. So if you wanted a keychain and you didn't get the green one, there'll be other options. And then we're going to do some other designs maybe coming up. They are really cool. I have like a, a, <laughs> I have a little keychain that one of our listeners sent. It's like a sort of a cartoony Bowie in a similar fashion, but I really could see myself with like 150 keychains hanging off of yeah, like... They're, they're super fun and, and they're, they're fun to make and it's definitely more of a cartoony kind of Bigfoot, but I think it was appropriate for that kind of format. So our Etsy shop name is Lost Grave, but if you type in Strange Familiars, our stuff should come up. We're restocking Strange Familiars t-shirts. It's going to be a while. They're coming from Sage. Forest Passage Printing, that is our the, the printer we use for t-shirts. 
they will be in stock soon. I think we have maybe smalls in stock right now only. They all sold out. So we will be restocking those. My books are there at Etsy. Uh, I put up original artwork there as well. So go ahead and check it out. Again, it's shop name Lost Grave. Type in Strange Familiars. Our stuff will come up. That is a wonderful way to support us. Another way is by becoming a patron at Patreon. Patreon.com slash Strange Familiars. There's all different tiers of support there. Every single tier helps us a lot, and you get extra episodes of Strange Familiars besides. I wasn't sure I'd be able to do one for April. I think I'm going to squeak a patron episode in for April. It might be 11.59 on <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. 30 days, half September, April, June, and... Oh, it's not even a 31-month day. <laughs> uh, uh, no, I'll do my best. I, I think we're going to get one out. If not, we'll do two for May. But uh, I have something planned. It is a, it's a hermit episode, but it also ties in with some other Strange Familiars things we talked about before. Does Uh, it also involve one of the Strange Familiars hotspots? It does. It does indeed. I would like if we uh, like drew a map and all these ley lines actually expelled something out. (laughs) (laughs) Made a giant uh, tree with an eye symbol or something. Yeah. Patreon.com slash Strange Familiars. That's a huge help to us. Our patrons mean the world to us. Thank you so much, patrons. Thank you for all you do. Thank you for understanding. So many patrons reached out and said, you know, don't worry about doing a patron episode this month. We understand. I'm not worried about it, but it is a joy to do these things. And I love doing them and I'm going to do my best. And we'll see about getting a patron show out for April. I think we can do it. And like I said, if you didn't hear your name, I do have another list of people I'm compiling who um, sent us meals. And I'd like to acknowledge those people as well. Yeah, absolutely. More thank yous are coming for sure. Absolutely. The artwork for this episode is part of that series of drawings I've been doing while confined to bed. (laughs) At some point, we'll be holding an auction for those. I don't know how we're going to do that. I'd like to do like a live auction somehow. I'm going to talk to some people and maybe we can do kind of a... Like on Instagram or something. Or yeah, a a Zoom call or something. I, I don't know exactly how we will handle that, but we'll see if we can work something out. I'm sure I'm forgetting something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, uh, that thank you list was not exhaustive. We'll be having more thank yous in the future. Absolutely. Thank you for listening. We'll be back soon with another episode of Strange Familiars. Maybe some guest episodes coming up. Sorry to anyone who I had to cancel interviews with. We'll have to reschedule them and make them up in the future. Thanks once again, everyone, for your support. More Strange Familiars very soon. Strange Familiars is a production of Dark Holler Arts, music, books, art, podcasts, and more. Intro and background music is by Stonebreath. If you want to hear more, you can go to stonebreath.bandcamp.com. Strange Familiars is on Facebook, facebook.com slash strangefamiliars. You can also join the Strange Familiars gathering group there. We're on Instagram, at StrangeFamiliars, and you can always find us at StrangeFamiliars.com.
sip the wine as I did drink the blood, and may I break the bread for to break the curse. book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.